Hello, you're listening to I'm Not That Old, Lady, and welcome. I'm Teresa Sayers. I live on a farm in Minnesota, USA. And I will try to figure out why we are so obsessed with age and aging. Be advised, some language may not be appropriate for all listeners. There may be some profanity that is not beeped out. This podcast is for informational purposes only. You should seek your own professional counseling advice if you feel the need. Oswald Vargas is a licensed marriage and family therapist practicing in California. He has 10 years experience in individual and family counseling. Oz, as he's known to his friends, has generously agreed to give us insight into why we feel as we do. I think you'll easily understand why I am so thrilled to add his expertise to the podcast. Here he is. This call is being recorded. Hello. Hey. How Hello, are you? Oh, Hi. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, trying to get through this, uh, you know, 70 degree weather. <laughs> <laughs> Rough. I know, I feel, Rough stuff. <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad you saying that out loud. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, it's nice here. I mean, it's 21 degrees now, and it was minus nine, so we've come up 30 degrees. Okay, okay, that's that's good. I mean, for you guys, for this time of year, is that normal or? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I think that's about right. It's Mm -hmm. we're back to hoodie weather, if that's what you mean. Okay. (laughs) That's good. That's good. No, just we in California, we're so we're so spoiled when it comes to weather. Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> Seventy yeah. degrees. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know we're we're roughing we're roughing it. It's February and you know we're in the seventies already. Yeah. Oh it's my rough. goodness. Rough. Well, yeah, I guess. Doing? How are you doing? Otherwise. Good. Yeah. You know yeah. we're get getting ready to have puppies and. She's doing a week. Do you know, I mean, it could, do you know how many puppies or not yet? We are going to oh, okay. have the puppy count x ray done on Tuesday. Okay. Got it. So, yeah. No, was this was this planned? Do you you wanted yes. to get her pregnant or it just happened? Oh yes. Oh okay. Oh yes. It's been it's been a procedure. It's been a whole long thing, mm. and she doesn't like boys, okay. so <laughs> we had to mm. intervene. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. What 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 kind of dog is you? Labrador Retriever. A Labrador Retriever. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing it's her first time having puppies. It is. Mine too. So yeah, we're both okay. rookies and we'll get through it and we have help and <laughs> okay. I'm gonna be the nervous mom, but we'll make it through. <laughs> we'll make it through. Yes. Yes. Nice. 
So you're going to have puppies and kittens in the house. Yes. And hopefully no. the, the puppies will outnumber, outnumber the kittens four to one. That would be the optimal number to get right. eight puppies. Okay. Gotcha. Because that's, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. Labradors being their size, usually they, have, they tend to have large litters or not. Yeah. Yeah. Eight to 12 okay. is about normal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Nice. All right. Well, yeah. you know, I'll keep you guys in my prayers, and I hope everything goes smoothly. Yeah, me too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Right? Could happen any time yeah. after about Friday, so. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Got it, got it. And how is she, I mean, is she acting okay? Well, she's getting very pregnant, and she's getting uh-huh. uncomfortable, and she's sleeping a lot and eating a lot, which is everything she's okay. supposed to do. Okay. All right. Right now she's sleeping on the couch in a nice warm house and having a nap. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my goodness. How precious. She's she's not spoiled at all. Not at all. No. (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. How's uh, how's, uh, Dulce? How's your horse? Well, you know, I haven't seen him in a couple weeks because it was just too dang cold for me to go out there. You know, I I don't have to prove anything to anybody when it's 20 Uh below. And yeah, I've had, yeah, you know, near frostbite mm-hmm. on my fingers in my life. So, I mean, it's, I don't uh-huh. need to prove anything to anybody, but I'm going out yeah, there tomorrow. Yeah. So, Okay. Got it. Another good thing is at the barn, I mean, they take care of the horse or all that. So, you don't, so it's not. Well, a, yeah. I mean, they, they feed him yeah. and stuff. I'm sure he needs his hooves picked okay. out, but. Mm, yeah. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. I mean, I guess all the, I don't know if you told me this, but. All the stalls over there are like enclosed, like they have roof or or that they are in the environment. Yeah, well, I mean, okay. there's there's a there's a run-in for them to go into that's attached okay. to the arena, and okay. but normally they're all outside. We don't stall them at night. Oh, okay, got it. No blankets. Okay. We don't stall okay. them. Yeah, there's yeah. no blankets. They are yeah, they're used to that's their that's their weather. You know. Yeah, I mean they. They get winter coats and they herd up mm-hmm. and you know. Mhm. Yeah. So he's so, he's not by himself. He's part of a herd. Oh yeah, there's about twelve of them out there. Yeah. Oh nice. Okay. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. How was he's his in, how was his how was his transition like for him when he because he was new to the herd. <laughs> well, he's already number two. He was like number two last fall. So. <laughs> oh. Okay. He's, he's a bit on the aggressive side. He's a, a oh, nine going okay. on ten year old and he uh-huh. he has something to prove to all the old men. So yeah. He's oh, already okay, number okay. two. Got it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha. Right on. Yeah, my uh Nala, she's always been a, an alpha from day one, so she whoever she's with has to be able to you know, she's not taking two to anybody. <laughs> no, I put it um while back we had a we had we had more horses and I had another one that was also an alpha. I I woke up to their divider just destroyed. Oh, they tried no. to kill each other through so uh, they tried oh. to kill each other through that. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I guess you guys are not being next to each other anymore. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah, they do that. Yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah. They have personalities, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. As long as, like, as long as you know, the moment you see me, you you, you know I'm not taking number two to you. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't care if you're one with the rest of these guys. 
Now, the moment you see me, <laughs> you get out of my way. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh, boy. I, I, you know, not, and she knows we have you know we have a we have a relationship now so so she knows she knows where we stand yeah yeah Good. so what's new my friend what's new with you what's on your mind a busy week and well it was an interesting couple of weeks because I was alone again at work well not alone okay. alone in my office but I work in a uh-huh. rather large warehouse but Mm-hmm. Um, and I started getting kind of agitated because there was a lot to do. There's more than one person can do. It's a three-person office, and there's usually mm-hmm. two of us. But for some mm-hmm. reason, I was alone again for two weeks, and that really kind of bugged mm-hmm. me. And I'm one of sure. these people that wants to get everything done. And mm-hmm. there's certain things that absolutely need to get done and should get done and don't really have to be done. But, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And along about the end of this week, I was just really crabby and like mm-hmm. I kind of had some angry outbursts my boss knows me he understands it and you know he's not mm-hmm. afraid of it and it's not a big problem but because I'm not mad at him mm-hmm. I'm mad at the situation but it's like mm-hmm. what's going on here who came up with this brilliant plan and nobody's listening to us and blah 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 rah, 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 rah. Mm-hmm. and it got me to thinking about outbursts and angry outbursts and I'm as guilty as they come I have a horrible temper and I am aware of it Mm -hmm. I'm trying to fix it but up until you know 10 years ago I was just a raging maniac about stuff Mm -hmm. and I don't know if it was just hormones or if I wasn't getting enough sleep or if I was hungry or blood sugar low or whatever but man Mm -hmm. I have a temper and it's just not healthy it's not a good thing it's just not mm-hmm. a good thing. So I'm trying to mm-hmm. figure out, A, what can, if you realize you're in this outburst, I mean, normally you don't, you know, when you're going crazy, it's like, hey, settle down. Don't tell me to settle down, you know, blah, 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 all that stuff. But if mm-hmm. you are in front of someone who is having this outburst, whether it be directed at you or the situation or something, there's mm-hmm. got to be a way to handle it. Instead of looking mm-hmm. at them and saying, are you done yet? Which, of course, would set me right off. And mm-hmm. so there has to be some way to handle it. There has to be some way. And, and I just think that it doesn't matter what age you are, whether you're an older person or a middle-aged person or whatever. We all have these mm-hmm. outbursts. We all have this mm-hmm. pent-up energy, and it has to come out mm-hmm. somehow, and there's got to be a healthier way to do it. But if I'm standing in front of somebody who has this kind of outburst, what should mm-hmm. I do? Mm. So Got that's kind of on my mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, I think everybody at one point is, uh, you know, is faced with this situation, right? Everybody mm-hmm. at some point you we have to deal with somebody who was, I guess, just out of control, right? Uh, yeah. The, one of the, the hardest one of the hardest things about this is to show empathy. You know, and it's very difficult to show empathy uh, when somebody's coming after you, when you feel attacked. You know, when you right. when you go, your brain goes on defense mode, it's very difficult to to show empathy for the other person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that wouldn't be my uh, first choice. <laughs> right, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't. It's nobody because we go into survival survival mode, and you, and your brain is telling you defend yourself, right? You're being attacked. Mm-hmm. Get ready to defend mm-hmm. yourself, and that's that's mm-hmm. and in that situation, in that mindset, uh, it's very difficult to show empathy. 
for the other person. Right. To put yourself in right. the other person's shoes. Understand? So, but that's that's one of the first things that we need to do. You have to be able to understand what is really going on with the other person. Where are they really coming from? So, first thing we need to understand is anger is a secondary emotion. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And what do we mean by secondary emotion? That means that under anger, there's an underlying reason. There's something else going on underneath anger. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so, but it, uh, what we show to the world is anger because uh, showing anger is more socially acceptable. You know, that's that's what people do. But under anger, um, you know, what I teach people is that there is so. To show empathy that somebody that's blowing up is being able to ask yourself, okay, what's really going on with you? Because I know you're not mm-hmm. mad at me, right? I know, mm-hmm. I know. And again, if you did wrong, by all means, own it also, right? Because not everybody's right. crazy. And right. if you made up, somebody's mad at you because you made a mistake, then own it. It's not right. always the other person just losing it. Uh, so apologize and, and try to make it right. That's that. Correct. Uh, yes. But then. But if you, uh, if the other person is just blowing up at you, and you really have no idea what's going on, where they're coming from, you have to be able to take a step back, and you have to be able to override that initial, you know, uh, that initial, um, the instinct to mm-hmm. to attack back or defend yourself. And, right. and by doing that, you're able to take a step back and be able to see, okay, what's really going, with, what's really going on with you, you know, and and uh, under anger you have many different emotions. Uh, frustration, you know? Mm. So instead of saying you're angry, it sounds like you're frustrated. Let's talk about that. Okay. Right. right. Uh, another, another emotion could be maybe you're feeling sad, you know? And it's going to come out It's gonna come out uh, uh, as anger. Okay. Makes so, sense. Yeah. And you need to ask yourself, like, okay, what's, you know, what's, Again, if you if you if you know what else is going on in the person's life, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You might be able to understand. Okay, what well, you you're really sad right now, and that's what, and it's coming out as anger. Okay, uh, maybe the person is in pain, maybe past trauma that they never process and they got triggered. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. said something or your actions trigger a past trauma. So even though you are the one that that triggered it, but the level of anger doesn't make sense to you because that's something that they carry on from before. Uh, right. When I work with people that tell me like, well, my husband makes me angry or my wife makes me angry. And I understand like, okay, sounds like that, you know, what they're doing is very upsetting to you. And then I ask the question, but tell me, why does it, why does it trigger you to that level? You know, what happened to you before? Does it, what does it remind you of? And then they, they might go on, like, you know, well, he reminds me of this ex or reminds me of my parents growing up. So that's different, right? Then, wow. then yes, you have the right to be upset about this, but that, that that makes you aware, like, why am I being triggered by this? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. that's that. Yeah. So pain, pain. pain is another reason why people show anger. Uh, some people are impatient. They have this irrational belief. That you know they have this idea that the world should run in a certain way, uh, and and when it doesn't happen, right? Um, <laughs> then you know then they're angry. Um, so so they're gonna get angry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when somebody is angry and you're aware of that, instead of saying why are you getting angry, you know address that 
and say, hey, I, I understand that you, you, you expected this right now, but it's just not going to happen. Very different than why are you angry? Get over it. Mm-hmm. You see that? Uh, another, um, you know, uh, another people, they self-destruct. You know, you have a code or, or rules that you live by. And if it doesn't go that way, um, you know, you're going to self-destruct. And you're going to sabotage. I think we talked about that before. Oh, right. You know, and, and, and it's going to come out of anger. Okay. I'm working with this client right now. And uh, <clears throat> she um, she couldn't understand that. She didn't want to go to this event because she kind of, or she, she kind of knew she wasn't going to have a good time or something was going to happen. She felt it, she says. And then right on cue, she goes to the event and somebody happens to say one thing. And she just latched onto that and blew up. No, self-perceived, <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah self-conceived right. destiny. I mean, and no, I'm not saying that what the person said was right, either, right? Of course, but yeah, the fact I that understand. she took it to that level, right? So she, because she already went in with a pre, you know, predisposition, like I'm not gonna have all the time, and she was given one tiny reason, and she, mm. and off she went. Mm-hmm. You see. So we need to yeah, be aware of that. So, so we need to be aware of self-destructions. Uh, fear. Some people, you know, we're afraid of things, but we don't want to say that we're afraid because socially acceptable. No, you shouldn't be afraid. Well, it comes out, you know, uh, comes out of anger. You know, uh, it happens a lot where parents get mad at their kids when they do something dumb, right? Their kids do something that they put them in danger, right? Mm-hmm. And parents get mad at their kids. Oh yeah. But what is oh, that yeah. anger? But, but but what is that anger really coming from? Fear. Yeah, I get it. I've done that. <laughs> there you go. On both sides. You see that? <laughs> both. So, yeah. so, so instead of saying I'm angry at you, right? I mean, you need to say I, I was I'm scared. I was scared that something happened to you. Very different. Mhm. Very different, mm-hmm. right? Then then you mm-hmm. deal with the yeah. fear. Uh, some people that are insecure, you know. Um, if you're insecure about yourself, your self-esteem is slow, then you're going to always look out for people are judging you. You know, you're going to feel like people are judging you or, or, and that's your own insecurity. If you don't think you're good enough, then you always think people are going to take advantage of you or who can love me. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But that's, that's your own insecurity at work. So you need to be aware of that. Uh, you know, deception. Uh, some people are, you know, uh, let down. Sometimes it happens. So you have these expectations mm-hmm. of a relationship or a situation, and, and it, doesn't, it doesn't live up to that to that expectation. So you're going to get upset about it, right? So the question right. is, well, those are your expectations, right? Um, so you're going to you're going to come up as anger. Uh, some people don't know how to communicate. Again, some people just don't know how to communicate. They never taught. There was no class in high school how to communicate True. and they, they get right. frustrated and you and maybe and so you're going to do what you saw growing up you're always going to replicate what you saw and i'm growing up if you saw mom and dad yelling at each other all the time guess what that's how some people communicate fighting because they, they normalize that behavior right they're not they, a lot of yelling when i was a kid mm-hmm. there was a lot of yelling when i was a kid we they weren't physical so, people that they yelled oh my goodness yeah so so to you that became normal so that's why yeah. you yell, because that behavior became normal. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Okay. 
So, so yeah, those are some of the list. The, again, those are the, some primary emotions. Uh, but again, nobody wants to feel. Well, nobody wants to say I'm insecure. Nobody wants to say I'm sad, right? Nobody's mm-hmm. going to say I'm I'm in pain. Or nobody's going to say I'm being impatient. No, because that's no, or, or or I'm afraid. Socially, nobody wants to say that. It's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but being angry is acceptable, right? As a society. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what you know. Talking, uh, you know, unfortunately, if you tell somebody you're sad, they're gonna be like, "Why are you sad? Get over it, right?" Mm -hmm. So that doesn't make you want to keep saying that you're sad if you feel that way, right? Uh, If somebody says, "Oh, you know, I don't, I don't like myself," like instead of acknowledging, like, "Oh, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way," you know, let's you you want to talk about it, get better automatically like really why do you feel that way you're awesome that and so we don't validate people's emotions mm-hmm. uh, oh you know, yeah yeah every time we, we, we every time we ask somebody how do you feel it's just to tell them that they're wrong for feeling that way oh my goodness instead of yeah that instead does of validating people. so again uh so when somebody's blowing up you have to be able to if you if you're able to override that initial reaction right of a I need to defend myself, then you might be able to take a step back and, and find out what's really going on underneath and uh, and go from there. Mm-hmm. You know, go from that go from that perspective. Um, obviously, I'm not saying become a punching bag either, right? You have to oh, set no. boundaries. Right, right. Uh, you have to set boundaries and let people know that their behavior is not acceptable, that, you know, it's not that you don't want to listen to them, but they have to talk to you in a way that is going to be productive mm-hmm. and, and yelling and screaming at you is not going to get there. So, 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 we need to what is, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I have people in my life that are like this and I grew up this way and I'm like this more than more often. I mean, I'm better now that, but my, my family will validate that I I'm pretty good at yelling and mm-hmm. I, I'm not a hitter. I just, I just, I'll break my hand or I'll break something and it just doesn't make sense mm-hmm. to hit anybody or anything, but oh my God, I can yell. So mm-hmm. I, I know this. I'm, I used to say, look, let me just blow this out of here. Let me just blow off some steam and just, mm-hmm. you know, go ranting and raving about the situation for 20 minutes and I'll be fine. And it, and then mm-hmm. more often than not, if you let me just mm-hmm. blow off steam in 20 mm-hmm. minutes, I'm fine. And it's like done. And it's like, all right, let's go have dinner. (laughs) And they're looking at me like, wow, how can you do that? No, I'm done. You know what? It's out of my system. I'm done. Let's, let's go have dinner. And, and there's sometimes when, I mean, I'll, I'll remember things, but there, I try very hard to look at the situation from somebody else's point of view and say, okay, they really don't need this assault right now. Cause it's assaulting. It's, it's, an abuse and mm-hmm. I have to be able to be in a safe place or keep them in a safe place and say, look, I'm really having a bad day. Do you mind if I just not talk about it? Or look, I'm really having mm-hmm. a bad day. I'm really having a problem with this specific thing. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Cause I'm really mad. I'm really angry. And that kind mm-hmm. of warns them. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of how I've been handling it over the past 10 years or so more often okay. than not. I've yeah, it's not if, you're perfect. if you're able to communicate that with people, then that's wonderful. 
right? And hope, hopefully people will listen to it, right? <laughs> they will mm-hmm. pet, they will listen to that and and be able to give you space instead of continuing to push it on and not give you that space. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, I have, mm-hmm. I do have people in my life that still act this way and I just like, oh man, you're having a bad mm-hmm. day or you're angry mm-hmm. about something else and this just tipped you over and you know, it's just, that's it. All the tumbling blocks have come down. And I just, mm-hmm. it occurs to me that I'm not the only one this is happening to. This happens to everyone. Mm-hmm. Sure. And it's especially now with all yeah. of this, this tension in the country and around the world and coronavirus mm-hmm. and being pent yeah. up and not being able to travel and all of this stuff going on. It just, I'm so surprised mm-hmm. that there isn't more of this going on, but you know, we're all secluded. Well, there, we're all no, kind of... there is. Trust me, there, there is. <laughs> there, there, there is, there is okay. a lot going on. Not in my tiny broad, little corner of the world. It's not broadcasted, but in my, in, my, in my line of work, I see it every day. Um, mm. You know, it's definitely, you, we're, about a, we're almost a year into this. Right. And it's definitely, it's definitely getting to people now. Now, now yeah. we're, we're seeing it. Yeah. Um, it's happening. Mm. You know, people are, uh, you know, people that in, in, under other circumstances will be fine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you can see tensions building up more and more. Uh, you know, we are starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. But still, you know, there's so much, you know, going well. Um, so it is, um, it is, it is, people now are getting more, you know, and we're seeing across the board, you know. Um, so how long do you think this is is going to take for it to swing in the opposite direction? I mean, right now we've been building. Mm-hmm. A, I mean, we were all just blindsided by this whole shutdown thing starting in March, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you know it's just been. Are you kidding? This still is still going. Nobody thought it. I mean, most people didn't think yeah. it was going to be a year, year and a half, two sure. years for us to get back to normal. Mm-hmm. But I, mm-hmm. I now I'm looking at it thinking, all right, we've been at this for almost a year. Um, mm-hmm. Attitudes have changed, circumstances have changed, mm-hmm. financials have changed, mm-hmm. jobs, relationships. Mm-hmm. All this stuff has dramatically changed overnight. Mm-hmm. Cons- you know, comparatively speaking, it's it's overnight. It's only mm-hmm. been 11 months, and then mm-hmm. now you know the vaccines are coming on board, and people mm-hmm. are not so freaked out about wearing masks, and everything has. It, the dynamic shift is going to be mm-hmm. largely permanent, if you ask me. If it's, it, we're never going to be there's the same again. Of, yeah, there's, there's also a lot of things that are never going to go back to normal, and I hope we don't go back to the normal where that led us to this mess. If the normal mm-hmm. is what led to this mess, then I don't want to go back to that normal, right? I agree. I uh, absolutely agree. I, I hope that through all of this, people come out more empathetic and more understanding. You know, of uh, unfortunately, sometimes we have to, we have to find ourselves in wearing somebody else's shoes to understand, you know, what they're going through. Um, but I, don't you think it's going to be at least a body, at least a year for some of these hard emotions? Probably long, yeah, probably longer than that for things to start, you know, settling down. Uh, you know, people outlets, you know, people other outlets. Uh, were taken away, so mm-hmm. people either had to develop new outlets, right, oh, yeah. or they just yeah, been yeah. 
they've just been sitting there and without developing new outlets. So hopefully once we have those new outlets being able to go out and, and you know, and, and, and the freedom, I guess, the sense of freedom, right, going out freely mm-hmm. and uh, whether a movie theater or going to a park, I think that's what's getting to meet people the most, that their freedom got taken away in some level. Oh, yeah, and, I and, agree. And, and I think something that we need to learn is that I have nothing against entertainment. By all means, I, I've enjoyed it very much, right? But how much emphasis we put on that. You know, we we, mm-hmm. we develop we developed a culture that entertainment kept our sanity, and when the entertainment got taken away, people went crazy. Mhm. Mhm. So, Interesting. Yeah. So so we became aware of that. So now, how do we develop? I'm hoping that through all of this, you know, some of us were able to develop other ways to cope. And when the entertainment comes back, by all means, let's embr- let's embrace it and let's enjoy it. But let's not become so dependent on it anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Know that we survived. We survived that whole year, or if not more, right? Right. We don't know. Without it. So, so, so there's no that dependency on it. And let's mm-hmm. enjoy it for what it is, and and you know, and let's do that. But let's not become dependent on it. To, to yeah. for our sanity. You yeah. Know, uh, I just. I was I was listening to this guy and we talking he's an expert in, in addiction. And he's saying that one of the one one of people's uh human beings' biggest fears is our own thoughts. Our is our, you know, we're afraid of our own thoughts. That's why we keep so busy. Because nobody wants to sit there with their own thoughts. Mm. You know, and that's why we, <laughs> we, we go out and, and we distract ourselves so much. You know. Because we want to keep our mind busy. Oh boy! And, and, I and I just I had like fourteen mm-hmm. things just running through my head of people that drive me crazy mm-hmm. because they're always go 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 go. I'm like, right. why can't mm-hmm. you just sit down for a minute? Come here, just sit because, down and. Because they don't they oh, don't wanna, because they don't wanna, they don't want to sit with their thoughts. Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! Mm-hmm. Psychology is really complicated. I mean, there's a lot of facets to it. It's interesting. Sure, it is. So so now, again, we have TV, we have shows, and whatnot, and never went away, right? But the mm-hmm. distraction, some people, live, some people live for the weekend, right? Can, they can wait for the weekend to go and do cold places, and that's how, that's how they unwind or decompress, and that got taken away while they fell apart, right? Um hmm. So, so again, as, as good as they are, like I said, I'm not bashing entertainment. I'm not bashing entertainment. That is, that is there for a reason. Uh, but we cannot become, as a culture, we cannot become so dependent on it. So what's the alternative then? So you, to, I mean, to, we're to, kind of. To, to learn to, so as an alternative is for us to learn to sit with it, to be able to learn to sit there and, 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 and be okay with how we feel. That it's just emotions that they're gonna pass. <clears throat> that yeah. feeling uncomfortable is not feeling uncomfortable is not a bad thing. I mean, nobody wants to feel uncomfortable. I get it. It's human nature, right? But mm-hmm. who, who wants to feel uncomfortable? But we cannot run away from it either. You know, we right. cannot run away from feeling uncomfortable with alcohol or or drugs or or or, or the distractions. Shopping. 
stopping or yeah, it's because then you're replacing one for the other. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That makes sense to me. So I mean that really does. Mm-hmm. So so now again, so also all these build up, right? Um, it's causing people again. People are more stressed, anxiety. We're seeing a lot more cases of anxiety, depression. Obviously, there's a lot of deaths happening, right? More mm-hmm. than usual. I think we rationally we all know people die and that happens, but at the the level that is happening, you know, mm-hmm. it's just uh, overwhelming. Right. Uh, to some. Um, so you know, talk to talk to people. Always talk it out. So whenever I talk about anger and how to release it. I always use this example. Uh, when you hang on to anger, imagine if you have a, a balloon, okay? Mm-hmm. A balloon, and every time you, every time you, something happens and you don't let it out, it's like pumping air into the balloon, okay? So right. over time, you over time you just keep pumping air into the balloon. You're gonna have a balloon that is very tight, correct? Right. Right. Uh, very tight balloon. Now. So how do you so how do you let that air out? You have a you have different options. You can pop it, right? So and I don't know I don't know what's you know if you ever experienced uh, if you've been holding a balloon and somebody pops it, what that feels like? Yeah, I I understand. <laughs> it, hurt, it hurts. It hurts and uh, and it's uh, it's loud, right? Mm-hmm, so that's right. one option. You can pop. Okay, another option is, uh, have you ever just held a balloon in your fingers and just let it just let it loose? Open your fingers and let it? Yes. Let it fly away? What does that mm-hmm. look like? What, is, what does that look like? Well, like a bird or <laughs> butterfly. It, it flies everywhere. There's, there's no direction. Mm-hmm. Right. It's all over the place. It's all over the place. Okay, you, you don't know where it's going to end up at. It's, it's, it's just, you know, it flies everywhere. Or Got you it. can take the same balloon in between your fingers and start start letting air little by little, right? Mm-hmm. Little mm-hmm. by little, and at the end you you end up with a deflated balloon, but it's still in your fingers. And it's intact. Right. You see that? Interesting. So, so yeah. those are your three options. Okay, your three options are you can hold it in, hold it in, hold it in, and eventually somebody will will prick you, and you'll pop. It's not a matter of when. It's a, I'm, not, it's, I'm sorry. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. Right. You're gonna pop. Okay. Or you can just lose it one day, and just you, it's gonna come out all wrong. Right. You're gonna let that anger <laughs> all wrong. It makes gonna, so much sense. It's gonna sense. be all over the place. Right. Or you uh-huh. can learn to let it out little by little. Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. That is, that yeah. makes so much sense. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Those are your three options, you know. So how do you let it out little by little? Um, you can meditate. You can pray about it. You can talk to somebody about it. You know, get it off your chest. Mhm. Talk to you know some way. And that takes practice. Uh, I I've learned over the years that that takes practice to be able to be trust yourself enough to talk it out. Mm-hmm. Whether it comes out right or wrong is irrelevant, but it, it takes practice to just keep mm-hmm. talking it out and give mm-hmm. the other person the benefit of the doubt. And if it doesn't work out, something happens, something positive happens. 
Mm-hmm. Unless you're some crazy perfectionist and it, what that's a whole different problem. But that makes sense to me, the whole balloon thing. that I never thought mm-hmm. of that, and it makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, again, so, so getting upset, there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody gets upset. Mm-hmm. And we can go deeper and say it's a choice, right? You don't have to get angry. Every time you get angry, it's because you chose to do it. Okay, I get it, right? Uh, but mm-hmm. we're human. Let's, let's, let's be honest, right? We're human. And, and sometimes things are going to get to us, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, if, you, if you're able to reach a point where literally nothing faces you and you can product, good for you. I mean, that's awesome, right? That's wonderful. <laughs> that's wonderful. Uh, but most of us humans, <laughs> right, uh, things are going to bother us, and that's, that happens. So getting upset is not what gets you in trouble, and that's, you know, I've been teaching anger management classes for years, and uh, and getting angry doesn't get you in trouble. It's what you do with it that gets you in trouble. That's I the problem. See. What, what mm-hmm. you do with it is what gets you in trouble. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's what people don't realize. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, aware, be aware that you're angry. And, and like, sounds like for you, what you said, okay, you're able to vocalize and people are like, hey, leave me alone, right? Give me some room. So good. So, uh, and then you, you do what you got to do and, and then you're fine. Um, right. So, you know, that's, that's what you need to do. That's what you need to do. Yeah, I try to be fair to people, and it's like if I'm really, really torqued off, it's like you don't want to talk to me right now. You really don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, mm-hmm. give me an hour. Give mm-hmm. me an hour. Just let mm-hmm. me do my job. You know, it's usually at work. You know, here at home, nothing. It's fine because it's just me and my mm-hmm. husband. But at work, oh, mm-hmm. there's plenty of things to get torqued off about. And it's just like, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's not fatal. None of this is going to kill mm-hmm. you. It's just mm-hmm. auto parts. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And that's yep. that's what's been sustaining me for quite a while now. It's just like, you know what? None of this is fatal. I don't work in a trauma center. No one's gonna die. It's mm-hmm. just freight. <laughs> it's just trucks coming in and out. That's all I have to worry about. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, that's fine. You know, I like I say, mm-hmm. I am getting better at it. But you know, anyone who knows me will willingly tell you that. You get out of the way when I get that way, which is not a badge of honor. That is a horrible thing to be known for. Well, you know, uh, I think you're ahead of the game. Most people don't even be able to do that even. (laughs) So, you know, the fact that you're able to check yourself and be able to process that and, you know, I think uh, I wouldn't say it's it's not like it's a badge of honor, but, you know, some people can even do that. Yeah, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast is I don't want to be that cranky old bitchy lady that, yeah. you know, is just mm-hmm. nasty to everybody for no good reason whatsoever. Yeah. And so, there's got to be a way to so head then, that then, off. And yeah, so the, so then again, then then you, then you ask yourself, right? You can ask yourself, okay, why am I, what's really going on? Whenever you're angry, am I frustrated? Am I am I being impatient? Am I sad? Am I hurt? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you need to ask yourself that, right? Okay, so yeah, so find the 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 source mm-hmm. of the emotion. Mhm. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Huh. Huh. Yep. Okay. Source of the emotion. Got it. So if I'm so angry at work that I have to be blowing off steam, what am I? Well, I'm frustrated, and I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm just. I'm most of the time at work. I'm just like super frustrated because I'm like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. come on, this doesn't have to mm-hmm. happen. Why is this happening? This is so mm-hmm. not unnecessary, and it's creating work for everybody mm-hmm. else. So. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, 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 I get it. But if I ask mm-hmm. for improvements and I'm blown off, then that kind of turks me off also. Yeah, there you go. Then then you then you're, you don't feel appreciated. No. Or you feel taken for granted, right? Oh, yeah, so. oh, that a lot, that a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we'll find out. You know, when those puppies hit the ground, I'm going to be out of work for in two weeks <laughs> so you guys are on your own <laughs> sorry to say nice. you know they they do appreciate uh-huh. me though i i get a lot of i get a lot of kudos at work from the higher ups so they they understand the work that i'm doing but mm-hmm. it's just so darn frustrating that all this stuff mm-hmm. is going wrong and it does not need to go wrong mm-hmm. but it's right. going wrong so well, what do you do yeah, I hear you. I hear you. That's all, all you can do is, uh, um, you know, what, again, what I'm explaining to you right now on paper sounds, you know, it's so simple, but, but I, I don't want to, I don't want to minimize it. I don't want to, I don't want to come across like, oh, just do this. That's it. You know, problem solved it's because it's not that, you know, it, it takes a lot of work. It's doable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's doable. It just takes. I'm aware, but I am aware it takes a lot of work. You know. Well, you have um, to want to, to do it too. Well, of course, of course. You know, you like know. like anything else, like stopping drugs <laughs> or smoking or drinking, or anything, you have to want to do it. Yeah. Well, with, with that, it's a little bit more complicated uh, when we talk when we talk about addiction because uh, addiction is is more complex than just wanting to do it. Uh, we're talking about addiction is uh, people um, they um, it takes it affects their uh, willpower mm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it, it affects their willpower so it's not it's not that simple um, yeah but yeah mm-hmm. and doesn't it also change the chemical makeup of their brain I mean isn't there like a well, chemical change oh, this, in the brain oh, we can I, I, I do a 16 week 16 week course on addiction uh oh is is very complex um yeah the the drugs is you know what comes first right do you have the mental illness and that led you to the addiction or do you already have that or the addiction led you to the led to the mental illness you know mm-hmm. it's a uh, yeah it's uh it's, it's, it's yeah, it's more complex okay. to find to find out than that. Right. But one of the things okay. that addiction addiction does take addiction takes away two things: um, your willpower and your self esteem. Um, yeah, mm. they'll take away those two things. Mm-hmm. Well, anger seems a little easier than addiction. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, definitely, definitely. So again, anger. So at a personal level. You know, at a personal level, we need to figure out, you know, what is really, you know, what is really causing me, what is the underlying feeling, and address that. Instead mm-hmm. of just saying, we need to we need to get over just saying, I'm angry. 
Okay, I get it. Right. But what's the you know what's underneath it? You mm-hmm. know what is really and not to blow it off, not to say we'll get over it, but then to really address that. You know why am I really gotcha. hurt? You know why 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 am I being impatient? Is it more about personal trait of mine, or the people that I'm you know I'm with in my environment? Do I need to change that? What because it's it's not always the other people. Sometimes it's us. Okay, when in my philosophy, in my practice. I'm not quick to make everybody a victim. You know, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. like to make people a victim. Like, oh, poor you, everybody's against you. No, I like to empower people. You know, and, and even if, you know, if somebody's doing you wrong, then I help somebody learn how to set boundaries, right? Yeah, um, right. But, but, but a lot of times, do I also, I also ask them, like, okay, what are you doing to, what's, you know, are you part of the problem too? You know? <laughs> So well, that's got to go over like a fart in church. <laughs> yeah, so I, I always always address that too, right? Always because if we if we go through life just blaming everybody else, right? And man, you're you're always gonna be miserable, right? That's yeah, not uh, solving anything. Right, but if you you know if people are doing you wrong, then I teach you how to set boundaries, right? Instead mm-hmm. of oh poor you, yeah, everybody's mean against you. Okay, that doesn't help you. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Balloon. Mm-hmm. That balloon thing gives me food for thought. I like that a lot. That I can visualize and that I can put into yeah. action. That mm-hmm. I can put into yeah. action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, be a, be a balloon. Uh, I used to do it with kids in middle school. I would, you know, I would hold them. I would do the balloon every time. Okay, what about this? If your mom did this, made you angry? Okay, blow some air into it. Okay, and the blue air. Did your teacher make you mad? Blow more air into it. And your brother, and they all had their balloons that hold to their chest, and I just walk around popping that thing. <laughs> and they're like, ah. I'm more like, well, did that hurt? I'm like, yeah, well, then don't hang on to it. It's only going to hurt you. Oh, my goodness. Don't don't hang on to that balloon. Let, let it out. And then the next time, then we did the exercise again, and they got smart. And they're like, yeah, I'm not angry. No, I'm letting this go. Good. There's nothing for me to pop. Interesting. Right? Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's, that's mm-hmm. awesome. That's the kind of stuff mm-hmm. I like to learn. And yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. So when right. I'm, I know I'm getting so, angry and I know I'm about to like really, you know, mm-hmm. freak out and flip out on everybody. I'm just going to be, okay, kind of balloon do you want to be here? You know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. worth a shot. I like that idea yeah. a lot. I, I can yeah. envision that. Good. 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 And again, and, and <sighs> so, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good. Thank you so much. Of course, yeah. my pleasure. I love doing this. And like I said, I, you know, I want our readers to, uh, listeners, sorry, our listeners to, um, you know, send us those questions. Yeah, okay? absolutely. Send us, send absolutely. us those questions and, uh, you know, and, and I'm more than glad to address them and, you, have, you know, give my, my two cents. Sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> Well, good. Right. Um, I don't. I don't know about next week because I don't know if I'm going to have puppies on the ground next Saturday or okay. what. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll leave play, it open. Yeah, we'll, play, we'll, we'll play it by ear. 
And um, so if you're, if you're busy, then we'll just pick it up the, uh, the following week. Sounds good. All right, my dear. All Thank right. you. Enjoy your 70-degree right. weather. So jealous. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> All right. I'll All talk right. to you I'll later. I'll keep you guys in my prayers. I hope everything goes well. Thank you. All right. Take them all. Take Thanks. Care. All right. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to I'm Not That Old Lady. My name is Teresa Sayers, and I'm your host. I'm the producer. I'm the editor. I'm the mixer. <laughs> I'm the one that tries to find the talent. <laughs> I'm the one that makes phone calls. I do it all. And I do it from my living room or my bedroom or my home or wherever I can turn on my phone. It's so easy. You got it. It's fantastic. So I appreciate your time. Uh, Keep the emails coming at I'm not that old lady at yahoo.com and uh, be a part of the conversation. Let me know what your questions are and, and how does this information influence you? I think it's important to get everybody's perspective on this. In the meantime, tell somebody about it and show them how to do a podcast or or at least subscribe to one and preferably mine. So in the meantime, stay safe, wash your hands, wear your mask and keep listening. Take care. <laughs>